Hey, you kids, hush up. Can't you hear Marvin's own? Hello, people. I truly hope this message finds you today in good health and great spirits. My name is Marvin Franklin, and this is Say It Loud. As always, I would like to thank you for taking time out to listen today. It means the world to me. We are in the second season where we have been highlighting a hodgepodge of minority businesses, nonprofit organizations, programs, and restorative practices. And I can't forget about talking about hair discrimination via the Crown Act with Dr. Afia. This season was inspired by a series of unfortunate events in 2020. I say it's time that we truly begin to highlight the absolute genius in us. It's time to promote and scream from the mountaintops to all of our brothers and sisters about what we're doing that's great in the communities so we can begin and continue to support one another. I'm happy to announce that Say It Loud can be heard on seven different platforms. If you Google the words Say It Loud, this podcast should pop up. The reason that it does is because of you. Thank you for your continual support. If you like the content, please like, follow, subscribe, and even donate if you like. All the proceeds generated from this podcast go to a scholarship fund, which is named the Beverly King Franklin Scholarship Fund, my mom. High school seniors from River Rouge High write essays, then me and my father and brother review them and select two students. They have already been accepted to an HBCU. It's really exciting to give. Thanks again for those that have done so. It is truly appreciated. The guest today is an extremely talented and unique individual. His name is David McCullough, and he is the founder and driving force behind expanding the footprint of Inception, its model and philosophy. David has a background in network engineering technology and 13 years of active experience in the alternative health and wellness business world. In 2007, David was certified in brainwave optimization and Dr. David Bercellis trauma release exercise, TRE. David has mentored and coached over 100 brain state licensees in business development and client care. In 2017, David won the TIE 20 award for having one of the top 20 innovative companies in Michigan. David went from servicing over 1,000 clients with a single brain training mo modality to creating Inception, located in Farmington Hills, Michigan, the world's first 21st century mental health gym. How are you today, David? 
I'm great, Marvin. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'd like for you to go ahead and tell me how did you get started with this? What what was the inspiration to start a mental health gym? Well, I think first I I was already in the the, the realm of um, peak performance and uh, people like Anthony Robbins. I really got into Anthony Robbins. I'm not sure you're familiar with Anthony Robbins, better known as Tony Robbins. Yes. Back yes. in the early 2000s, like around 2001. And that took me down a different rabbit hole and understanding of, um, you know, a lot of people, they do uh, what's called motivational speaking. But Anthony Robbins was doing something a bit different than just getting on stage and motivating people. He was actually helping people shift out of these different states of consciousness into a to a different pattern of consciousness. And I, I took a I took a liking and interest in that for myself personally. And, um, you know, you keep going down through the years, I just kept learning more and more information from, you know, the world of quantum theory, the world of alternative therapies and modalities to the point where I was dealing with my own issues with anxiety and, and depression and insomnia. And I was living in South Florida at that time, around 2000, 2001 to about 2006. But the anxiety and the panic attacks I was experiencing got so bad to the point where I, I decided to move back home. And then moving back home, I thought that just being back home and around family would be helpful. And actually, it got worse. So I, I, I knew what I was already, the things I was already into. And, and so I thought to myself, there has to be something that can help me to really overcome what's happening in my brain. And the way I phrase it like that is because I understood neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity is that your brain is actually adaptable and can change. So I felt like, you know, in the Western world, they teach you that, you know, you look at depression or anxiety that is based on a chemical imbalance. And my thought process was, okay, well, how did I get this chemical imbalance and how do I undo it? So I started looking up uh, different you know, modalities that could help. And I found our first one, which was called brainwave optimization. And uh, I flew out to Scottsdale, me and my father did in 2007 and experienced that technology. And I had just a profound shift of, of using that technology, which is all non-invasive. It's not in the, um, in the guides of the, the traditional medical system. It is alternative based. So I had great results. My dad had results and he didn't even think he was going for me, he thought it was going, no, going for himself, he thought it was going for me. So he didn't think I didn't have anything wrong with me, right? I'm, I'm just going to help my son. But he went through the same service that I did and found tremendous improvement in his, his sleep, um, his mood, and it, even his golf game. So we decided at that point that as entrepreneurs, and I've always kind of been in that entrepreneurial uh, realm, to actually create our first business, which was called Neuro Fitness Center. So we were really on the, the cutting edge in 2007 doing brain fitness. And like I tell people, I didn't even know I was in the mental health field or world. You know, again, coming back from the, the, the thought process of how I'm looking at it is peak performance, you know, that Anthony Robbins mindset, how do I get better in life? And so I just thought I was just helping myself get better. I just had to have, I had these symptoms and I'm, I'm improving upon them. But fast forward and you realize that most of our issues are, are mental health related. Anthony Robbins really has been in the mental health world for all these years. He just packages it in a different way. 
And so taking Inception, we rebranded our Neuro Fitness Center and really created a new brand with Inception and calling it the Mental Health Gym that will allow everyone from, you know, people who are at their wits end have tried everything like I was or people who just really, they're just trying to improve themselves and maybe not a, they're not as bad off. They don't have any diagnosis or anything like that. It just... They live in an environment which is the United States, and they, they, this environment is very high stress. And 70 to 90% of doctors' visits are due to stress-related illnesses. So when you take a look at it, that we're all dealing with what I was dealing with, and I thought I was alone in that dealing, but I am not alone. I wasn't alone, and everybody's in this, in this continuing cycle of really dealing with the spectrum of being mentally well to not being mentally well. So I have one question about the anxiety. Did it cause any other uh, issues with you uh, physically? Did you have, were you also having trouble sleeping? Did it uh, create mm -hmm. any uh, high blood pressure or anything like that? Yeah, so, so anytime you have any type of symptoms of, of things like anxiety or depression, your body is going to respond to it. And the body responds first. So any psychological issue that we, anything we deem psychological is really neurophysiological. So I was dealing with, I would grind my teeth at night. Um, I had a lot of racing mind thoughts, you know, a lot of the same reoccurring thought process going on. Um, yeah, insomnia because of the racing mind. Um, a lot of tension in my body, you know, shoulder tension, lower back tension. So yeah, I was I was really a prisoner of my of my of my tension in the body because of the the, the ongoing stress. So absolutely. What did you study in college? Um, so when I went to Wayne State for a year, I was just doing general studies, general education. And then I left there and went to a, a technical trade school. Went to a school that was based on just learning um, information technology. And so I end up graduating there from getting a, a diploma in network engineering and management. So really, I learned about troubleshooting computer networks and computers. And come to find out, really, I moved from troubleshooting those technologies to troubleshooting the human technology, which is our brain and our bodies. So they really kind of go hand in hand. Really, the, the our networks and our computer networks really just uh, it mimics human uh, biology, neurology. That's interesting. So do you have uh, like husband and wives coming to the gym also to kind of work out some of their own individual issues also? Or what's the yeah, client? Had, I guess I, the clientele had, I, is the question I'm asking. Yeah, I've had a broad clientele, but I've, I've definitely witnessed that as well. Um, the relational, because our stressors and our traumas affects, affect us relationally. Um, and so I've seen you know, couples come in and, and try to work through their own traumas to better their relationships. Um, sometimes that ends up in a, in a separation because really what you find that person wakes up and finds out that one party wakes up and finds out like this is not a good situation, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so we've seen that. But I've worked with, you know, kids as early as, as you know, two years old to people up in their, their 90s. So it's a broad spectrum of people who we can help. Um, and it's not, it's not a one size fits all method or a, you know, you have to have this or have to have that. Everyone, anyone with a brain can really benefit from visiting us.
And so part of one of my questions was about the students and, and athletes. Uh, you mentioned your father's golf game. I'd be interested to know if, if you play and has it helped your game? And also, um, you know, I heard you say the wide range of, of ages, but are there a lot of students and athletes coming to you to kind of work out some of their issues? Um, so back to answering the first question about my golf game, I don't play golf. Um, but I, I do swing, I swing a club, but my dad is, <laughs> my dad has been Southfield city champ for like six years in a row, uh, back in the early nineties. He's, he's a, he's a, a scratch golfer. So if you ever play golf, don't play him. He'll take your money. Okay. Um, now for, for me, I am in, I'm into salsa dancing, salsa, bachata, Latin dancing. So, um, I would say that for me in performance, it, it helps you to, be balanced specifically, like even in public speaking, you know, um, be sharp, you know, word recall, because when you in stress in the stress response, all of your natural faculties diminish greatly. Your ability to focus and concentrate your ability to, um, again, recall words or, uh, analyze, uh, problems, problem solving, because when you're in a stress response, you're all about survival. Stress is, basically signaling to your brain that you're not safe and your brain reacts based on that. So if you're stuck in those patterns, now you, you, you have kids in school where they'll be labeled, labeled with things like ADD or ADHD. And really their brain is just stuck in a survival mode, you know, from whether it's trauma from home life or school life. And if you have both situations going on, lack of safety at home and at school, that person is not, that, that child is not going to be able to learn because their brain is all about survival, not taking in processing information. Um, so that's one of the, the demographics that we've seen early on um, is kids um, for school, but really it's not even about school. The parents make it so much about school because we're in this society where it's like, hey, do good in school. And, but it's like, how about be a good human being? And understand what that means. So we've worked with them, and 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 you'll see that once you balance the brain, balance the body, that an athlete's performance goes up. Not because we gave them something that they didn't have before, that they we just gave them some you know a boost of something that was never in them. No, we just took off the load, the stress response that was taking away your natural ability. So that's you know, peak performance and, you know, and again, it improves school, but for overall, it just improves your, the quality of your life. So when someone comes in, a, a client, uh, do they just go through the website and say, I want, you know, phase one, phase two, or phase three, or do they have to go through a particular test and do you customize a plan for them? How does that go? Right. So the philosophy behind everything we do is, is, is um, based on, uh, psychological injury versus chemical imbalance. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, you, you think about chemical imbalance and having, you know, it's, it's a chemical imbalance in your brain. That's why you have X, Y, and Z, but that's not the cause. That's not the causality. The causality is when you start to look at it is based on these psychological, psychological injuries or trauma. Right? So we understand that, that everybody who's walking through that door, are all dealing with the same things, even though they may have different experiences, the same mechanics are still happening behind the scenes of the brain and the body. 
which is going to, again, fight, flight, freeze, and now they know another um, defense mechanism, which is called the fawn response. So since we know that, we've, we've made our program, and, and the site is actually being updated right now, so you don't see that too much on there, is, is we created circuit training model where you're going to do a specific amount of services in a 90-minute time frame to work on the systems of the body versus trying to go after the symptoms. So, because it's the systems that are out of the balance that causes the symptoms. But Western medicine has it reversed. Let's go after the symptoms, you know, in hopes that the system corrects itself. But in medication, medication can push other systems out of balance by chasing after symptoms. So we want to go after the, the, the things that are really causing the issues, not versus just the, um, the symptoms of it. So when you come in, again, you can come in and we, we know exactly you know, what everyone should do. And so it's a basic model that we have that everyone should go through. Two different circuit models. One works on the brain body and the other model works on the de detoxification of the, of the brain and body because it's not just psychological that we're dealing with. You're dealing with, you're dealing with toxicity in the air. You're dealing with toxicity in the water. You're dealing with lack of safety in the environment. And you also deal with toxicity in the food. So all these things make up your mental, emotional well-being. So, but if you go to someone who's a therapist, they only look at it from one standpoint. That's why I look at therapy as one tool, but it's not the end all be all. Medication is one tool, it's not the end all be all. But in our Western society, we make these two things it. That's what you do. You're either gonna do therapy or you're gonna be on medication and that's it. So when people come to Inception, are they coming in jeans? Or are they coming in, in shorts? You can come however you like. Like how they say in church, you know, you go grow up in a church, come as you are. That's that's pretty much at it at how it is. So are there any uh tests that you take, measuring tests where you have any physical movement? Are you writing down anything? Nope. Nope. We don't do any of that. I've done that over the years. But again, when you look at the whole the whole spectrum. It's the same stuff over and over. It's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the same exact issues. Now they come in again with a different story of how they got that issue, but at the end of the day, it's still, again, looking at the human physiology, you understand that the brain and the body reacts in the same manner. So we don't have to necessarily go through this diagnostic testing with you. So you, you kind of answered this question. I, I'm going to ask it. Maybe it can all be in, uh, answer can be in the capsule form. Uh, how many different ways can inception help a particular person? So, again, when you're stuck in a stress response, stuck in trauma response, your faculties diminish. So most people, they have a problem sleeping at night. And this is one of the biggest issues, period, hands down. Because we know through studies that are that are coming out now that things like Alzheimer's and dementia is because of not being able to get into deep REM sleep cycles. Because what's happening in there, we, we actually have lymphatic 
uh, nodes within our brain that pumps the lymph fluid through that detoxifies the brain. But when you don't get into that deep realm of sleep, those toxins stay stuck in the brain and in the body in general. And in the body, the body actually repairs itself when it goes into REM sleep. So any type of, you know, illnesses and things of that nature, you cannot repair yourself in an efficient, effective manner when you don't get into REM sleep. So sleep is huge just with restoring and repairing the body. So that's one thing. Two, inflammation. Inflammation is like rampant in our bodies because one, we're ungrounded. And when I mean ungrounded, I don't mean in a spiritual sense. I mean, very disconnected from the earth. We're meant to walk on top of the earth. And the studies have shown that once you actually ground, inflammation is drastically reduced. And three of our technologies have grounding built into it. So you get that inflammation reduction as well. Um, three, mood. So we're talking about things like depression, uh, feelings of, you know, happiness. That elevates when you begin, one, start to get into deep sleep cycles, two, re remove inflammation. So now we, we got your mood elevated, we got inflammation out your body, your body's starting to repair itself. Focus and concentration, the overly abused uh, used words of the letters of ADD, ADHD. First of all, there's so much stimulus coming at us at a, at, a, at a rate that we've never seen before. Who actually can focus and concentrate on one thing at a time when you have so much coming at you? So even that's kind of, um, even though you do should have the ability to, like right now I'm focusing on what we're, what we're talking about, right? I'm not drifting off into other things. So you do have a basic level of focus and concentration, but some of it is just very um, overblown in how they think we can focus and concentrate. But you will experience, again, a better ability to focus and, co focus and concentrate and memory as well. And then, too, the other thing is being less reactive to stimuli because most people are stuck in these patterns where they're, they're triggered. They're triggered by the environment. And those triggers are, you know, you've heard of post-traumatic stress disorder, but really we're all kind of dealing with post-traumatic stress. Like this, what the soldier experienced in war is no different what you experience in the hood, you know, in terms of how your brain and body is reacts. Your brain and body doesn't say, hey, this isn't, this isn't Iraq. Your brain doesn't care if that is not Iraq. Your brain still responds the same way as the soldier stuff, over there. Though, right. Right. So when you deal with those things, again, all that is going to diminish um, all of your faculties. But again, makes you more re reactive, specifically in relationships. So I think those are really <laughs> that's a lot of stuff that <laughs> yes. really helps you with. I mean, if we just did one of those, well, it would be amazing. But I think what you find when a person comes in and they start to get their to get themselves, that's why we call it kind of a gym. If you go to the gym and you do one you know, get on the bench press and you do it once a week. I mean, you may see some results, but you got to go. You got to go and you got to put the effort in to create for the for the muscles can create that muscle memory. This is the same thing with our mental, emotional state of being. We have to get ourselves and, and train our inner world to create an environment of peace and relaxation so that that becomes our new way of being versus the old way. 
So when you're able to do that, I mean, you see dramatic, dramatic improvements in your life and in your relationships. I always get very uh, detailed answers, so you can always just jump in. But I love it. I think all of this information, as, as a matter of fact, as you were talking, you, you talked about, you mentioned grounding. And um, many years ago, my grandmother was uh, at the hospital with my great uncle. And uh, he was just all out of sorts. He was just acting really, really bizarre. And she asked him to uh, just stand up and walk with his with his bare feet on the ground. And mm -hmm. for whatever reason, that just seemed to make a, a, a quick 180 in his behavior. And the first thing I thought of was that's got to be some sort of grounding or centering. I, I don't know if it's it just seemed really odd at the time to me. Well, if he had a jolt of energy is because our bodies are, we're electrical beings first, chemical second. So um, the earth is an electrical grid. So we're supposed to be walking on top of it. Now, concrete is actually grounded. You know, it is conductive. So is grass and dirt. That's why when people go to the beach, they feel better. I mean, this is now being scientifically validated. And I had a good conversation with a guy who rediscovered grounding his name is Clint Ober and we're coming out with some products that people will be able to use at home that can totally change their mental emotional physical state of being just by grounding I sleep grounded um, every night and throughout the day like if I'm at a, you know I'm at, at my desk or anything I'm grounded as well so I'm grounded about half the time out of the day and it has a profound healing effect on your body. I mean, we're talking about tumor reduction. We're talking about speeding up of um, scars. Uh, we're talking about, um, again, inflammation, which is that's what pain is really just inflammatory. You know, it's just inflammation. So arthritis and all these different ailments because of just getting back reconnected. So you said sleep grounded. What does that mean exactly? So I, I, have, a, I have a grounding mat that I, that I lay on in my bed that is a mat, it's like a sheet that just lays right over top of your bed and you plug it into, actually there's three prongs when you plug in something, right? You have the um, positive, negative, and then you have the ground. Well, we actually plug our, our mats into the ground port. That is literal scientific grounding. A house has to be grounded. Otherwise you're gonna have mm -hmm. so much electro, elect so again, so, if you're in a tub, right, and somebody threw a toaster into the tub where the outlet is grounded. So now it won't, that energy won't go into your body. It's going to few, it's going to short out. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's the science of grounding. But we think about it, we think about it from a technical standpoint of electricity and being like electricians, but human beings are meant to be grounded as well at all times. So tell me a little bit about, uh, well, number one, I want to know, you said sleep. So how much sleep should a person, that deep REM sleep, how much sleep should people be getting a day or at night? Right. Well, you know, sleep is always, like you said, I like, I like how you phrase that because it's two parts to that. It's the length of the sleep and the depth. Right. So REM sleep. So I have a, I actually measure my sleep on a nightly basis. So REM sleep, I can I can be in REM for about maybe an hour, 20, 30 minutes, which is pretty good. And then I can get into deep sleep, which I can get another hour, two hours into that. And the rest is light. And then you have, you know, kind of like you're waking. 
So you want to spend at least six to eight hours. That's best. But also, if, if you're just laying in the bed and you're six to eight hours, but you're not getting into REM or, or to, to deep sleep, then those six to eight hours doesn't mean as much, right? Mm-hmm. Because you were you were really kind of a, in light or awake sleep for that for that time frame. So I think measuring measuring your sleep cycles would be helpful because now I know like, okay, I need to get to bed a little bit earlier. And two, you need to cut off all stimulus. I mean, over the years, Marvin, I don't know how many times I have people come in who sleep with the TV on. You know, they, just, they need <laughs> stimulus. Or sleep with the lights on and things of that nature. It's like no, you know, you need pitch pitch black, and you need to get into REM. But again, if your nervous system is stuck, we gotta dissipate a lot of that energy before you can even get there. Like when I'm t- telling you about my sleep cycles, when I've done a lot of what we call healing work to be able to get to be able to sleep like that. Mm-hmm. And this is what my dad experienced in the first time when we went to Arizona. He was sleeping only four or five hours a night and his sleep went up to eight hours, but it was getting deeper sleep as well. So once you experience those things with your sleep, I mean, your 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 mood greatly elevates because you're not irritated because you're, you know, you're tired. What are you monitoring your sleep with? Is there an app or is there a um, program? I use, I, use a, I use a band called Whoop, H-W-H-O-O-P. Um, and they have another one called BioStrap that you can get. Um, but then too, there's a sleep app on your I- iPhone that you can use. And you just put the put the phone. See, the only thing about the phone, I don't recommend like having a phone near you mm-hmm. when you're sleeping because of the electromagnetic frequencies it's giving off. Another mm-hmm. reason why you have to be grounded mm-hmm. because all these frequencies that we don't see and don't hear is literally going into going your body. Your but when you're grounded, it goes through you into the ground. So it doesn't really affect you. But those are two devices you can use, Whoop, BioStrap, and if you just have to use an app on your phone, you can put it on your on your bed and it will uh, it measures your movement. But but the app on my wrist, uh, it measures heart rate variability and heart rate. So how tell me how do you actually measure success or what does a person who comes to you say, um, all right, well, this has been successful for me? Well, we just we just had we just touched a lot on it. Sleep. First thing I <laughs> okay. ask you is how you sleeping that night. Got you. And if gotcha. you tell me, hey, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. I'm like, good, because you're starting to get into REM sleep again. One is your dreams, and you and then to get into deep sleep. Two is people. While people are in inception, first of all, they come out of there and they feel drugged. That's that's another indicator. Your nervous system is down regulating. You're going into rest and digest, which is a uh, a, a branch of your nervous system, which is your parasympathetic nervous system. So, so those are two big indicators that I know that you're moving in the right direction. So, number one, I want to say thanks again so much, uh, David, for coming. Uh, well, not coming. We're at uh, Zoom uh, because we're still in the middle of COVID. But I really appreciate you spending some time speaking with me and my uh, listeners. I had an opportunity to hear you for the first time at Jason Wilson's book signing. And so I've got a small clip from his book, uh, Make uh, Cry Like a Man. It comes from uh, chapter 16 uh, from the title called It's Okay to Cry. 
I'd like to read it and ask you a couple of things about that. Is that okay? Yep, absolutely. The Bible says when Lazarus died, Jesus wept. John eleven thirty five. It is the shortest, yet arguably the most powerful scripture when it comes to Yahshua, modeling the vulnerability of tears and strength in a natural response to a great heartache. Yet Christ did it knowing he would so raise his friend from the grave. Still, his gut reaction was necessary to heal, to hurt, feel hurt, and cry as an important part of that process. Ungrieved losses are unhealed wounds that eventually get infected with depression, anxiety, and fear, just to name a few harmful side effects. Christ let himself, as well as those around him, mourn as a soul should. Yah knows that in order for our souls to recover from earthly pain, we have to express it. It's the human thing to do. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's absolutely correct. Um, I, I always look at it from a, um, I can look at it from the science model and understand that again, again, we're electrical beings. So feelings are nothing but electrical impulses in our brain and our body. And there is a, um, the law of thermodynamics states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So when you think about all of your emotions, which are electrical impulses, right? When those emotions aren't expressed or felt, guess what happens? Tell they me. become trapped, trapped mm -hmm. inside your body. Mm -hmm. And if those electrical impulses are trapped, now trapped inside your body, now it become, begins to wreak havoc on your body. So all emotions, good, and I don't like to call emotions bad. They just are what they are. Mm -hmm. But let's just call them bad just because we, we label them as bad. Emotions give us contrast. Emotions give us indicators of what's going on within us. And so they all have to be expressed. And one time I was in the float tank, which is a zero gravity environment with no light, no sound. Water is heated to skin temperatures, a thousand pounds of Epsom salt dissolved in there. So you float effortlessly. It takes your brain down to the theta wave state, which actually puts you into this very deep meditative state. So you pick up a lot of deep insight when you're in a float tank. So one day I was in the float tank and I got this, this insight about um, gratitude, mm. that unexpressed gratitude turns into grief. Mm. So I say that again, unexpressed gratitude will turn into grief. Mm -hmm. What happens when somebody passes away that you love, that you never express how you felt towards them, or how grateful you were towards them? Mm -hmm. Deep grief comes along with that. Yes. So all of our emotions, gratitude is a positive emotion, but if you don't express that, that's still going to turn into something because again, energy cannot be created or destroyed and only can be transformed. Mm -hmm. So you have to express all of our emotions outwardly. Tears is just nothing but the diaphragm releasing <sighs> and the body starting to regulate itself. Tears aren't weakness. Emotions aren't weakness. It's just our, 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 our birthright to be able to live life and have contrast 
because if all your life was positive emotions, this would be one boring place to be. Mm -hmm. If everything was just all positive, it's the negative that gives you contrast that gives you basically the, 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 the ability to live life in a much different way. And then if everything was all negative, life wouldn't be great. So you need a balance of both, but you need to express both. So I think again, what, what this quote, what this section of the book is saying, what Jason is talking about. And as you know, Jason is an ambassador of inception. I've, I've had many conversations with him about this over the years and helping him to even understand the mental, emotional, and that the issues are in the tissues of the body, as I say over and over and over. Because again, the issues become the, in the tissues when you don't express and when those electrical impulses get trapped in the body. So to all the listeners, if you're not crying in your life, feeling in your life, then you really, you like, like Jason says, you're emotionally incarcerated. You said the issues in the tissues. I absolutely love that. Um, a couple of things I want to say. I'm, I'm very grateful, again, to say thank you to have you on. <clears throat> Excuse me. You made me think about, uh, uh, you know, so we do, our society does put a, a certain feeling about crying. And I can say uh, without any hesitation in my voice that there are some times after my mom passed that I had some what I would consider to be some extremely help, helpful cries some things that made me feel extremely good afterwards, you know, so it is expressing mm -hmm. an emotion uh, and moving forward. So uh, number one, I also want to say uh, my wife and I are definitely coming to see you. I want to ask and let you uh, have an opportunity to tell my listeners, uh, are you open now? When are you planning on opening that kind of information? Because you got two coming already. Right. Well, we're, um, we moved a little slower and, and with the COVID thing to kind of let things, the dust settle a little bit more and to also um, take care of some things at inception. We're doing some, some remodeling, but we'll be open um, first week, late, late, latest second week in August. So they just have to go on the website or call someone. Yep, you can go to the website um, inceptionep.com. And once we're open, I would just say, give us a call and we'll, we'll schedule. What we're doing is again, the circuit model training where you can do um, 90 minute uh, circuit model of three different services for like $99. So what I've done is try to make this as for affordable as possible so that people can come and benefit from these very cutting edge technologies and help them get to where they really wanna go mentally, emotionally. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for coming out. I truly appreciate it. Uh, and this is going to conclude uh, this session of uh, Say It Loud this week. I'd just like to leave you from with a word from Malcolm X. Uh, education is the passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to the people who prepare for it today. Thank you so much. Take care and good night. Thank you.